Hey, everybody. Welcome to Dragon at the Movies. Hi, Bruno. Hi, everyone. No one cares because my son's not. He's sleeping. Is he? Already? Yeah, he's, he's, I mean, well, here's the thing, Dragon. Yeah. The joys. I mean, let me, let me tell you something about the joys of, of fatherhood, okay? <laughs> okay. You know, 7, 7, 8, 7 p.m. is not, is actually late when you wake up at 4.30 a.m. <laughs> okay? That kid does love waking you up early. He, he wasn't just, it wasn't just that he woke up early. Because he, he woke up at like midnight. Yeah. And my chick was just like, I, and basically my chick, like, normally he wakes up and then you just like hold him and then he goes back to sleep and you put him back down. Yeah. But last night it was one of the days where like you put him back down and he wakes up immediately like, no, no, I'm sleeping on you. And uh, then we were, she, so she's just like, fuck it. I'll just bring him into the bedroom, put, yeah. put him in our bed. He sleeps. No big deal. Yeah. This morning. And he, he woke up at two. And same thing. I, I put it, well, she put him back to sleep, but, but without, you know, he, as, as this is happening, he's doing the thing where he's slapping my face. So it's hard. For, it's kind of hard to sleep when a baby's slapping your face. Yeah, I can see that. So, then at 4.30 a.m., this guy decides not just that it's time to wake up, it's time to have a party right on my face. <laughs> yeah, so he yeah. is slapping my face jumping on top of me i then take him and move him over to the other side of the bed so that he doesn't wake his mother up mm-hmm. fucking and then and i'm like okay hopefully hopefully I'll, I'll, i can put him to sleep here and he's just like no i am slapping your face jumping on you jumping on your chest time to fucking do the donkey kong punches down on your uh, face then i was like all right all right, all right fuck it, let's, let's get up and then Jesus. i got up and i made him made breakfast and all that stuff and then he was, and then it's nice at somewhere about 7 a.m. He's like, you know what? It's time to take a nap, a power nap. And I'm like, all right, thank God. Because normally he naps. It's like, especially when it's that early, he'll, he'll nap for like an hour, an hour and a half. Yeah. No, Dragon. 30 minutes later, he's back up and he's like, bro, why are you, why did you leave me in the bed by myself? <laughs> it's party time. Um, Sounds great. 10 out of 10. Yeah. 10 out anyway, of 10 experience. The joys of fatherhood. So you got lots of sleep last night is what you're saying. You're well rested. <laughs> uh, I mean, it's fucking Jesus Christ. This is the second time he's woken me up at 4.30 this week. Two times yeah. in a row. Yeah. So let's just say guess, I'm used to it. I guess what can you do, right? <laughs> it just is what it I is. Mean, I got no choice, right? Yeah, yeah. I guess <laughs> It's not like I can sit him down and explain to him, hey, it's, it's sleeping time, buddy. I mean, you can try, but I don't just think won't he... listen. Yeah, his uh, uh, listening comprehension slash grasp of the English language is not great yet. <laughs> I don't know if you know yeah, that. yeah. Um, well, that's fun, Bruno. Uh, yeah. All right, and also, you know, we should probably explain that, like uh, last week, uh, apparently the movie I picked was not streaming anywhere. So Ooh, uh, yes, had to pick a new one. Our bad. Well, actually, Bruno's bad. So yeah, we're, <laughs> yeah. Basically, we're not doing casino this week. We had to make it. We had to change. And we're we are doing Under the Silver Lake, which is a movie I would I would have done in two weeks anyway. So, sorry, sorry, okay. Dragon. I was so excited to make you miserable with that movie, and now we won't have that with Casino. That's okay. I will survive. Yeah. Every single time you would have complained about it, it would have been like, "Well, it's a mood movie." <laughs> You'd be like, "No, it isn't." And I'm like, "Well, it's the type of movie you can just put on in a party and like not pay attention to because that <laughs> apparently that's the type of movies you like." You're like, "Are you, ta- are you, you talking know, about I like Casino a movie right that now? You don't. No, I'm talking about your fucking. It's a mood movie. You know, you can put it on in the background and mm. like not pay attention to it, and then like, you know, it ends. And I'm like, mm-hmm. how, "How is that? How are you saying that's a good, the good thing?" 
listen if something entertains me for two hours it entertains me i don't know what to tell you like it's just Mm -hmm. it's what it is i mean it had a lot of red but anyway look we can't go back and complain about that okay and what what next are we gonna go back and complain about fucking uh martin (laughs) which is a good movie fucking ass it is anyway dragon yes tell me about your week um it was good we had uh my friend caitlin was in town who's we (laughs) um me and andrew i guess (laughs) we had our friend caitlin in town and it was really nice we have thank you for explaining we have not seen her since she moved away and we miss her dearly so it was really really fun to see her um so we had her in town it was really great um we went to another friend's barbecue good lots of good hangs um but you know when somebody's when somebody's visiting you just like never quite because you're like busy and you're doing a bunch of stuff and like I, I feel like yeah. I, I weirdly like don't sleep as well just because I'm like, oh, we we just had did so much socializing. I'm like still awake, you know. That's that makes no sense, but okay. Um yeah, I don't I don't know how to I, I just you should just be like me, Dragon. I just pass out even while I'm socializing. <laughs> yeah, true. Yeah, it should just be more like you. Well, that doesn't seem right. Yeah, easy. Simple. Um, so yeah, it was really good. It did it did mean that we did not really go out to the theater to see anything, but that is okay. We will make that up maybe mm. this weekend because we have a long weekend. Um, yeah, it's very exciting. Very exciting. But yeah, that's it, really. Any any other fun escapades for you other than the <laughs> your uh, your son uh, waking you up constantly? I mean, uh, not yeah, not really. I mean, you know, normal week, nothing special, yeah. nothing yeah. of note. I don't know what yeah. to tell you, Dragon. I I don't live a very exciting existence. That's fair. Um. All right, should we jump in? Yeah. Let's let's go ahead and do this, Dragon. Yes. Why don't you start with a little segment we like to call Dragon at the Movies. Dragon? Yes. What do you watch at the movies this week? Okay. So um, we did... Uh, so you know how my big fat, fat Greek wedding 3 is coming out um, sometime soon? I didn't know that until like three days ago. And then I was like, what the fuck? It's coming. A third one is coming out? Yeah. And yeah. then I that was the moment I remembered, oh yeah, there was a second movie. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So I did. I also... I, I had no... I mean, okay. Here, so here's the thing. I had never seen my big fat Greek wedding because mm-hmm. I, it's just not a, my, it's not the, one of the usual movies that I would watch. Um, so we yeah, you uh, like shit movies. <laughs> it's just like rom-coms are not my thing. Um, so uh, Andrew, like shit. <laughs> Andrew's like, we're definitely going to see the new one. So we're going to watch both of the old ones. So we watched the first mm-hmm. one, my big fat Greek wedding. It is on, I guess, HBO max. Um, it looks like Max. It's not HBO Max. It's just Max. No. And Mac. It's on Max. I know. It's so no. it's so fucking stupid. I hate it. Yeah. Um, so this is of course the two thousand two rom com movie. Um, and honestly, mm-hmm. pretty fun. I liked it. <laughs> it's like a solid mm-hmm. uh ninety five minute movie. It's that's one of some of my favorite kinds. <laughs> I do I do love that. A solid ninety five minute yeah, go ahead. Um uh, yeah, it's just kind of a fun dumb rom com and you get like the fun stuff is like making fun of Greeks, which like I feel like is okay. <laughs> I mean, I, I feel, I, okay, yeah, yeah. It was yeah. it was written by, I'll, by I'll a Greek finish, lady. Please. It was written by a Greek lady, so I, thought, I feel like it's fun. Um, anyway, it's like it's a it's exactly what you think it is. I feel like it's like entered the zeitgeist, and everybody knows what my big fat Greek wedding is about. So I don't need to talk mm-hmm. about it, but okay. Um, I did like it. Go. Can I? Can I? Yes. Second. This movie made. Uh, this movie made. Three hundred fifty million dollars in the box office. Sure. Okay. This yeah, was a, it, a fucking massive, massive hit, and the reason why is because it hit upon the concept of like 
Look at my weird family. Look at yes. my weird Greek family, which every single fucking... I remember watching that movie. I'm not Greek. Dragon, I don't know if you know this, but I'm not Greek. Yes, okay? I didn't know that. Surprising. Yeah, I know. Surprise. Surprise. <laughs> uh, I watched this and I'm like, I have a fucking uncle who does that. I got a fucking family member who does this because it's so fucking great. It was fucking great. And <laughs> yeah, also it's very yeah. heartfelt. I really like the ending. The ending when the the you know fucking spoiler alert for a twenty year old movie. Yeah. When the when they get married and the father like gives gives her the wedding gift, and it's like oh it's a house. Yeah. And you just see her, see the tears coming from his fa- her father. I was yeah. like, fucking, <laughs> even before before the before times before Alejandro fucking Niagara Falls right? Niagara <laughs> yeah. Falls. Okay. Yeah, that's fair. It's fucking great. It's a great movie. I, I truly, truly think that it's a great movie that anyone can watch and enjoy. I agree. Anything else, Dragon? I mean, no, no I think I think it's like, it's also a good movie to put on like with your parents. In the background? <laughs> no, no, oh, no, no, okay. no. But you know what I mean? Like, it's not, it's like rated PG. It's like not, a, it's not, it's a movie you can watch with your parents and everybody's going to like it. You know, you don't have to worry about it. Yeah. And I, and I really like the fact that, like, this is a girl who was like, I, I was a loser, blah, 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 this and that. And yeah. then she just goes, fuck this shit. I'm changing my life. And I, there's something about me that I just, I really like it when a character just goes like, fuck it. I'm, I'm not being a victim anymore. I'm not yeah. fucking changing my life. And then does it. I do appreciate that. And okay. I also, I also gonna... appreciate that, like, she's 30 years old at that point. Like, she's clearly, yeah. like, yeah. a 30 year old virgin that lives with their parents and has never done anything that she wasn't told to do kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So I appreciate that. Yeah. And then just uh, like almost on a dime. Well, she changes, she changes everything because she sees a guy and then she's like, I don't want this in my life. I, I need to change my life. Yeah. And then does it. Yeah. It's fucking great. It was a great movie. I really liked it. I really, Agreed. I really, I don't want you to understand. I really like this movie. Agree. Go I mean, on. I'm curious to see how the second one compares. I don't, I like don't even know what the plot of the second one would be because the the end of the the end of the first one is like six years later, <laughs> and it's just like a quick clip. Yeah, so. and they show the daughter the 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 big joke. The the joke that I fucking loved was the fact that the dad bought a house. Bought her. They she the father bought her a house. And then it turns out to be right next door, which I fucking like laughed because it was like, oh, perfect. He can't, that was, he can't let go. That was the most obvious joke in the whole, in the whole thing. I was like, when he bought I know, the house, still, I was like, oh, of course it's right next door. And you, Andrew even said it out loud. Yeah. <laughs> then it was like, yeah, obviously. <laughs> um, anyway, I we'll see how the second one goes. I'll let you know what it was like. Uh, bad ratings for the second one. But you know what? Well, Fair enough. Whatever. What we'll are you going to do? Doesn't matter. You you make one of those one of these movies, and you're you're set for life, in my opinion. Yes. Um, okay. Next, um, we watched the uh, 2017 Murder on the Orient Express. So this is the one that's like Kenneth Branagh is Hercule Poirot, or however the fuck you say. I cannot speak any French. That I Hercules. I like truly. I'm just gonna say. I'm gonna say. Hercules. I'm gonna say Hercules. It's Hercule I'm gonna say Hercules. Poirot. I, I don't, don't know care. how to. I don't. Okay. I you know honestly, I don't. You know I, I don't like, like the French. You know I don't like the Belgian. <laughs> Shut up. Um, so also Judy Dench, Johnny Depp, Daisy Ridley, Michelle Pfeiffer, Penelope Cruz. This cast is ridiculous. Like there's no yeah. reason that this cast should be the way that it is, but it is. Josh Gad. Josh Gad. Um, <laughs> God. The movie is fine. Tom Bateman. <laughs> it's not. It is not. It's fine. It was not something that I. Uh. I would say enjoyed watching necessarily. It was like, it was one of those things where we put it on and some of it was kind of fun, but overall I was like, this is kind of long and it's uh, slightly under two hours. <laughs> like, it just William Defoe. 
It just, oh yeah, Willem Dafoe is in it. It just doesn't make sense. The cast doesn't make sense. Every time somebody showed up in the cast, I was like, wait, what? Like, what the fuck? (laughs) How did they afford all these people? Right? I have so many questions. Um, uh, Yeah, I don't know. I, it was, it was just kind of a nothing movie to me, I would say. It just didn't, it didn't really hit in either way. So I watched this and because I watched uh, Murder on on the Nile. And mm-hmm. I and I was like, man, this is a shitty movie. And then the moment Gal Gadot dies, I was like, oh, this is a great movie, fucking great. Also, Gal Gadot's terrible as an actress. I don't know yeah. why anyone would hire her. Yeah. Um, I mean, she she she's she's good in certain parts. She can sure. she if you give her a, a if, if she can work within a frame. Yeah. But that was not her frame. And the moment she dies in that movie, the movie becomes fucking great. Yeah. Um, and I was like, oh, there was a first movie, so I watched this one, and uh, yeah, I kind of the the problem with this movie. Is that it's it would it works better as a book because yep. you have all these things and all these concepts and the bigger the biggest problem in my opinion is that this is referencing another movie that doesn't exist really constantly yeah because it's like everything goes back to the murder of some baby right yes oh that's true yeah yeah so they like keep referencing the story that doesn't exist any that doesn't exist yeah or the story that's told. Before by, the before the movie starts, right? It, well, it's a story that's told by like flashbacks, but that's like kind of a spoiler. It like that's like the what the twist kind of hinges on. I would say. Yeah, sorry, sorry that I you know ruined a remake of a movie from the nineteen sixties. Also, a book that was written and who knows a book, when. <laughs> yeah. a, a very famous book. Yes. Do you know? Do you know if did they change the the book? Um, did they no. change? Sorry, the you thing? know what I don't read. You know I don't read. Um, did they did they change the uh what's it called the the like twist ending? or anything? Yeah, the ending. I no. Why would I know these things? That's yeah, good. Nineteen thirty four is when I the book you. was published. Dragon, I told you I don't read. Yeah, that's fair. Um, I bet I would like the book. I read um some Agatha Christie stuff, and I they're fun. They're just like fun little mysteries. You know, some are better than others, but yeah. they're generally pretty pretty well written. So, um, yeah. I would recommend Agatha Christie. Uh, I would not necessarily <laughs> recommend. Meh, nah, nah, it's fine. It's uh, meh. <laughs> I would say hard meh. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> Just read the book. I feel like you'll get a lot more out of it. Um. Anyway, it's on Hulu okay. if you would like to check it out. What about what? What about the 1974 film? I did not watch that, so I cannot speak to the 1974 wanna, film. Do you want me to list out the uh the cast for that movie? Is that Just movie like is, we did earlier? Is the cast ridiculous? Or yeah, well, I recognize. Finley. Sean Connery. No, nope. Ingrid oh, really? Bergman. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Bergman. Sorry. Bergman. Yeah. It, I mean, I'm looking at the cast right now. It has a. It has a like who's who of the time. Yeah, that makes sense. Um. Anyway, I watched that, so I'm moving on. Um. Next. Uh. Wait, Berto. You. Sorry. Go. Sorry. Did you say? Did you say you like it or not? I said it was a hard meh. Okay. I think it was kind of fine, but I wouldn't rewatch it. I would say. Okay. Um, sorry, I'm burping obviously I'm drinking a seltzer. <laughs> I'm doing super well today. Um, okay, okay, next, next, next and last. So the last thing I'm going to talk about is a uh, mini series, a mini documentary series on HBO called Telemarketers. Berto, have you watched this mini series? No, why would I watch this crap? Um, because it's great. So this is a, um, it's a three part little mini docuseries. And it's kind of this, uh, well, let me read you the summary because that is 
a good uh, distillation of it. It's, quote, the unexpected 20-year journey of two unlikely office buddies who stumble upon the truth behind the work they've been doing um, at a CD call center, uh, basically persuading people to give to semi-fake charities. Um, so it's basically, you know, have you ever had those robo those calls from people that are like trying to get you to donate to, um, like a friends of police officers association type thing? No, but I don't, you know, I don't pick my phone up for much stuff. So that's fair. I have gotten these calls They're They like, you know, they, they, it's just one of the, it's one of the many telemarketing schemes that Americans have to deal with. Um, and mm-hmm. it's, uh, this documentary series basically, you know, it's been around forever. Like this is, this is literally over 20 years, um, that they like filmed this and it's just, it's like these two guys that worked at this like shitty call center scamming people out of money and then finally being like, Hey, I think this was bad. <laughs> and the dudes that the dudes that are in this documentary are not good dudes. Like they're not like, like one's a drug addict and like they're interviewing all the people who work there and they're all fucked up in a bunch of ways. Like one guy's a convicted murderer, like clearly a psychopath. And like, it's just okay. such an, it's a really interesting look at it, at, at, um, people in, in the U.S. And it's, it's like beyond the telemarketer thing, which is also in and of itself interesting. And like, it is tr- truly like a scam, you know? It's basically like yeah, these yeah. telemarketers call, they try and get money out of like elderly people who think they're think they're donating to the police. And they're actually just like 90% of the money they give goes directly to telemarketers. 10% goes to like some friends of police union. And then that union uses that money for whatever slush fund they fucking want to use it for. Like it's not really charitable, right? It's technically right. charitable because there's a 501c3 involved, but it's not like really charitable. Anyway, it's really interesting. Highly recommend this documentary. I, I think you would like it, Berto. I think it's just the main guy in it is just a really great character. You know, he's like, he's like a how, fun person to follow. And by the end, you kind of love is him. It, how long are these episodes? I, I think they're an hour each, maybe. Oh, don't be a on. bitch. <laughs> be a little bitch. <laughs> um, but they, so, they so keep... you're asking me to watch a three hour documentary. Well, yes, they came out weekly, though. So we watched weekly. So it didn't seem like a big lift for me, to be honest. Uh-huh. Um, They're very good. <laughs> like, I really, really think you should. Yeah, watch it. I get it. Uh, yeah, it's yeah. just it's it's hard because the HBO documentaries like they used to be fucking amazing. Yeah. And then like they just got to became shit. And you know what yeah. broke me? Mm-hmm. You know which one broke me? It was which the one? one about the fucking uh, the, the the McDonald's. Um, Oh god damn the, it! The, the McDonald's the, like the, the monopoly thing, yeah, yeah, the monopoly one. That that documentary broke me. It was I want. It was like six episodes long. I watched yeah. the first three, and I was like, I like, the fuck is going on? Like nothing. They're ta- they're saying nothing. They're, like me, two episodes, and nothing was fucking happening. I don't I don't disagree with you. Let me sell this to you a little bit. So the the two guys mm-hmm. that made this documentary, they've been making it for twenty years, and they were not like hired by HBO to do it. They just on their own were like getting all this footage and doing all this shit to try and like put cobble together something uh, about this telemarketing scheme. And like there are like huge leaps in time in the documentary series. Right. So like it starts out like 20 years ago and then there's like an eight year jump in time where they weren't working on it because they have fucking lives, you know, and they had to like. Yeah. Be a, be a drug addict and slash then then gets over and then have another job and all that kind of shit and then they reconnected and started it again so it's not like a produced um documentary series it's a little more like organic so, i would say let me see if i get this straight 
<laughs> you're trying to sell this to me by going like, Bruno, the production is shit. Yes, right? 100%. And giant leaps of time so you can't follow. It's amazing. Cinema verite, my friend. <laughs> like, just like, listen. <laughs> That's how you're selling it to me. And, you know, and, and uh, I'm sorry, are you not intrigued? <laughs> no, I'm you're less intrigued now. I, I think it's great. I really think it's great. I I, I recommend it. <laughs> what next? Um, oh, my God. There's no characters to follow. It's amazing. <laughs> there are characters Is this to a mood documentary? <laughs> Is this a mood documentary? <laughs> Can you imagine me being like, no, no, no. But you just got to watch it for the vibes. <laughs> you just got to watch it for the vibes. <laughs> It is not oh a mood documentary. God. It is good. It is good. I I really enjoy it, and I just like generally, okay. I genuinely like like watching the lives of these two people as they get older, <laughs> and you get like little glimpses of it, you know. Um, mostly the main guy, but anyway, highly recommend. Yeah. Highly recommend telemarketers on HBO. Okay. Um, and uh, Berto, that is it. So why don't you tell me about what you got? You watched what a what a little summit way to call Berto on the pen. All right, so. I watched Dragon. Mm. I watched the movie that you recommend that I watch. That's weird. This is how I'm starting it, all right? I watched 2023's The Flash, starring Chaboy, Ezra Miller, Chaboy, yep. Michael Keaton, Chaboy, mm-hmm. Ben Affleck, uh, Sasha Kali, a bunch of other people. I, I mean, really, it was just Ezra Miller twice. I don't remember recommending this to you. <laughs> I remember telling you about it, and that's it. And honest, I'm gonna be honest. Uh, I really wasn't listening, so yeah, you know. check that checks out. <laughs> anyway, uh, me and my, my chick watch this, and uh, so this movie, how do I explain this? It had a budget. I mean, it's it was listed as having a budget of two hundred million dollars. Yeah, insane. It, it, the actual budget came out, and it was like a close to about three hundred million. It made only two hundred fifty million worldwide. <laughs> so they lost so much fucking money. You yeah. have to you have to trip whatever you money you make, whatever whatever your budget is, you have to triple that money just to break even. So if you have a fucking budget of three hundred million, that means you have to make nine hundred million dollars just to break even. They that made two hundred fifty million dollars. That doesn't really make sense though, because did did they think this was gonna be a billion dollar movie? That doesn't make any I sense. I mean the problem is that they for, uh, the the script was written in like 2017 or whatever, and it was mm-hmm. in production since then. I, I can't remember the exact dates, but it's been in production for several years. And then there was so many reshoots, yeah. so many fucking reshoots because they were like, oh, this is shit. And then, you know, Ezra Miller went Ezra Miller. <laughs> and, uh, you know, he just did. I mean, he just, just did a couple of bad things like kidnap people and yeah. assault random people on the streets and stuff like that, you know. Nothing, yeah. nothing too bad. Listen, and uh, some underage people, right? Or is that also not, not correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, maybe, maybe. Try, okay. Allegedly, try to start a cult with a couple of teenagers. Um, you know, it, it's it's not a big deal. It's not a big deal. Okay. Sure. The point is, he's starring this movie. All right. Now, this movie, uh, yeah, it's not fucking good. It's really bad. It's just, I mean, Ezra Miller is like, he's okay in the yeah. in the role. And I was like, all right, I, I like the fact that you're actually telling me why The Flash is good. Because I always I used to always think, like, what the fuck is the point of The Flash? He has one of Superman's powers. <laughs> and at least this movie explained it. 
Yeah. They gave me more powers and more like consequences. I was like, he's also smart. And, you know, he's not a fucking idiot and shit. But then they teamed him up with like, all right, Ezra Miller, we're going to have team you up with you, but annoying. <laughs> it's like, oh, Jesus Christ. It doesn't really, I don't know. It, things happen. Yeah. You know, it's just whatever. It's whatever. It's the fucking flashpoint, except significantly worse. It's amazing how I watched a fucking 80-minute cartoon, and that was 10 times, with the same concept, where the mm-hmm. Flash goes back in time to, like, you know, try to save his mom, and then ends up destroying the world. Fucking, and that was 10 times better. I, what, what are you I don't, this look for? I've never seen it. I, I had no idea that there was, like, another Flash thing. Well, it's, I mean, so DC had has these, like, cartoons, basically, and, um, Everyone says those are actually really good. Mm. And this is the only one I've seen. And I was like, yeah, that was really fucking good. So that's all I can tell you. I can't. So I the, can't. So is this like a live action remake of the cartoon or is it? No, it's mean. Okay. I mean, you could say that because it's also based on a comic. It's like fair. the Flashpoint is based on a comic. So and they yeah. probably just made a cartoon of the comic. And then basically when the movie now the movies are like, well, what's the most popular fucking Flash storyline? I know this one. All right, let's do it. But, you know. We're DC, so we have to make it shitty. And that's what as, happened. As they do. Yep. It can't yeah. help it. It just is what it is. Yeah. And then just it, like, Dragon, I'm going to say this. Batman is a character who should only come out at night. <laughs> not, not because like, this is the lore and this is like, oh my God, this is the canon and that's how he should be portrayed and blah, blah. It's literally because when you see the bat suit in sunlight, you're just like, that looks fucking stupid and ridiculous. <laughs> why would, why, this is just nothing. Come on. Yeah, sometimes you do. You're like, Batman has no powers other than being rich and having a lot of tchotchkes. Yeah. So I don't and, know. <laughs> and his outfit looks fucking ridiculous. Like he's dressed as a fucking, you know, rubber bat suit. Yes, How, yeah. why would anyone be scared of this? Who knows? But at night, you're like, oh, he kind of looks like a shadow. Okay, I get it. I love, I love the idea that Batman wears a cape because it's actually ridiculous. Like it doesn't, it's I mean, completely unnecessary. It's so hilarious. And this one, the the cape is bulletproof, so that helps. Yeah, you know what? That's a good point. Who am I? Anyway, I, yeah. I should have thought yeah. of that. That's stupid. And Sasha Kali, who has Supergirl, I like. I here's the thing. I kind of i I wish there was more of her. They mm. they fucking sent her out there because you know they can't. Uh, they, you have a movie where Ezra Miller's in every single scene, and they're like, "Well, we can't send Ezra Miller out to do the press because, uh, you know, <laughs> because uh, yikes, <laughs> he's gonna as yeah, because of yikes, because he's Ezra Miller, yeah." And they fuck, so they had to send out Michael Keaton to fucking do it, and then they mm-hmm. sent out Sasha Kali, and they they marketed it as like, "Hey, everyone, Supergirl." They marketed that hard, and she shows up for I'm gonna say ten minutes of screen time. Yeah, she's barely in the movie. Yeah, and by the way. I, I I know I've asked you about this before, and I fucking mentioned it before, but the CGI in this, it's like, where did the money go? Someone I... is going to, I know someone has to explain to me <laughs> where the fucking money, if I was one of the people who like was in finance, if I was a finance bro at, at DC, I would just be like, where is our $300 million? <laughs> we spent money on this. It looks like you're playing a fucking video game. I don't, I, I kind of don't agree. Like, I think it looked fine on the big screen. But you watch it at home, right? So like maybe yeah. maybe that makes a big I mean, difference. But I've seen a lot of movies at home that yeah. have a lot of CGI. Yeah. This was so this was so bad. Even my chick, who's 
like she's never negative about these things. She was like, it's so bad. She, it's like the babies look so bad. The fucking capes look bad. Yeah. It just looked like it looked like I was playing a video game and the like the scene where like, oh, look at the look at the the, the, the you know, the, the fucking cartoons start moving and shit. And I don't know. I don't play video games. I don't know what you call them. I have no idea. I'm, a, I'm an adult. But anyway, it's terrible. Terrible fucking movie. Uh, yeah. Anyway, DC is getting reset. So. Yeah, I imagine Ezra Miller is not going to be the Flash in the next. In you the don't. Next you think you you think Ezra Miller may be done being the Flash because yeah. uh, DC is going to be like fuck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, sorry, technical difficulties. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Berto. Anyway, what were you All saying? Right, so some, my, some shit about the Flash. Was, I was saying, my favorite thing is that the DC is resetting, right? Yeah, and they've already announced like, well, you know, we, we don't know about if Ezra Miller is going to come back. We, we don't know. I, I don't think he's going to come back just because of the uh, the money. Mm. They're making money, money. Also, the fucking problems. But they, they were like, we don't know if Ezra Miller is coming back. Uh, Gal Gadot, maybe. We don't know. You know, she's yeah. a terrible actress. But it's like, eh, eh, maybe. Aquaman, no, he's not coming back. Wait, Aquaman's um, not coming back? I don't think so. I might be wrong on that, but I don't think he's coming back. I think they're basically like, let's see how, let's see if the money, if the movie makes money and then we'll decide if he comes back or not. Fair. But, um, and then they were like, well, it, you know how everyone really loved Ben Affleck as Batman? Like, fucking praise for that, right? No, he's definitely not coming back. And, uh, the one person that everyone does love is, uh, Henry Cavill as Superman. Everyone says Henry Cavill is fucking amazing Superman. You just gave him shit, shit yeah. movies to be in. Uh, definitely not coming back. Nope, nope, not coming back. So it's like, what, what do you guys? What is the plan? <laughs> yeah, Henry Cavill. You, you mean like the, the plan, the platonic ideal of a, of a male human? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which Jesus is what anyway. that's what Superman is supposed to be, right? Like the platonic yes. ideal of a perfect man. He is supposed to be the beacon that that shines the light that we are supposed to be. Like that is that is the best of us. That is the goal. That is yeah. the human. That is our goal for humanity. We should act like him. We should try to be like him. He is moral and just and all those things. Yeah. And I'm sure DC is going to be like, eh, how do we make him a bad guy? Yeah. Because, sure. you know, that's what we have to do. We have to make everything fucking, we have to deconstruct all our heroes for some sure, reason. Sure. That's what we do these days. Yep. Anyway, Flash, zero out of 10. Zero out of 10. No, not zero, but <laughs> no, let's okay. say four. Oh, yeah. That's, uh, uh, yeah. That seems about right. All right. Next, Dragon. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember last week I told you I watched um, what was that fucking movie with uh, Kristen Stewart, Snow White and the Huntsman. Yep. yep. Right. It was a 2013 movie, I believe, and I said there was a se- I found out there was a sequel. It's called Huntsman: Winter's mm-hmm. War. Dragon. <laughs> yeah. I saw this movie. Now I think I remembered saying that the the previous movie. I was like, eh, it's it's fine, it's decent. You know, right yeah. up until the end, it gets stupid, but that's fine. Yeah. Yeah. It was it was a decent. It was, you know, it's like a five out of ten. No big deal. This movie is this one, the the second movie. Shit. It is shit. Dragon, I want you to do me a favor. Yeah. And take notes. Do me a favor. Take notes. Okay. Jessica Chastain. Yeah. Stop hiring her as a fucking action star. <laughs> stop. Just stop it right now. Anytime you're like, well, we should make her an action. There's, there's a movie with some action scenes. Just, just take her out of the script. <laughs> Terrible. All right, because I've seen I saw her in this trying to be a fucking like look at me I'm a, a fucking bow and arrow chick and like jumping <laughs> up and down and doing karate kicks and it's just like so obviously it's so obvious when there's a stunt woman yeah. in the place and it's so obvious when Jessica Chastain cannot fucking do anything <laughs> literally it's like 
are you going to even like, I don't know, go to the gym, like maybe get some biceps or something. I, I don't know. Look athletic in some way. She's like, no, I'm, I'm Jessica Chastain. God damn it. The fuck out of here. How Why would you do that? Yeah. Have you even seen Molly's game, which was a great movie, by the way. I did um, not see it. She, this is the same thing. She did a movie called like the, the 347, I think it was called. I'm going to look it up right now, but doesn't she, even I, sound it's familiar. basically, it came out in like 2021 or some shit like that. It was, it came out in 2021 and okay. it was dragon. I'm going to tell you right now. Mm-hmm. It was hot shit. I mean, like, imagine shit, right? Okay. Oh, it's, here it is. It's called the 355. Okay, imagining shit. Got it. It's not just shit, right? It's imagine <laughs> shit. Now, five pieces of shit put together to uh-huh. make a spy movie. Okay. And they were, like, all female cast. And guess what? Guess who the bad guy is, Dragon? Who? Men. Oh, yeah, Men. that checks out. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. And anyway, the movie was so fucking bad as just imagine 100 pound women fucking punching 200 pound stuntmen in the face and then falling back like oh oh no <laughs> to be fair oh no yes sometimes 100 pound women like to see that but there just aren't that Do many I, yeah i think so but they're just no, like because it's no. nice to I like pretend like that is... could happen like if you if you did that it would work you know it's that's nice <laughs> that's nice Dragon, i think if you saw this you would be like no that doesn't make any fucking <laughs> sense this is stupid why why is this happening the problem is um, i've sparred with you before so i like know damn well <laughs> yeah and you've literally punched me in the face as hard as you could and i was would like not, i would on, not my say face as, I, I punched you as hard as i could um, as hard actually, as you could i actually found it really hard to punch people it's surprisingly difficult to hit people in the face especially your friends i mean I mean, I have no problem with it, but you know, whatever. Okay, fuck. She also made a movie called Ava. Ava, terrible, terrible fucking movie. Again, another action movie. Terrible, 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 terrible movie. Never even heard of um, it. Yeah. Uh, by the way, she was really good in fucking Miss Sloan. She was really good in The Eyes of Tammy Faye, Zero Dark Thirty. She's fucking really good. I got to tell you, I loved The Eyes of Tammy Faye. I really liked it. She's fucking great. She Jessica Chan say legitimate like I'm shitting on her right now, but I'm like legitimately she's great in a lot of movies and a lot yeah. of movies that she's in I like, but you know anytime she's in, in an action movie it's just like what the fuck are we doing? Yeah. Anyway, Emily Blunt was also in this movie. She plays the bad guy, you know, witch. Sure. Um, uh, I I seem to be just watching a bunch of movies with Emily Blunt, but uh, wait, what? You know, wait, what else has Emily actually, Blunt? She's really it? good. Now, what, what is it with the questions? <laughs> I watched something last week with uh, Emily Blunt. Oh, okay. um, I got to remember what it was. It's she fine. was in Edge of Tomorrow. Oh, okay. And she was in something else that I seen previously, but I can't remember what it was. Anyway, um, uh, yeah, just really bad movie. No one should ever watch this thing. It was a piece of shit. Just like, just like the last one was like, I was like, ah, you know, it's it's just five out of ten. It's decent. Not not nothing too terrible. This one was just awful, 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 awful. awful. Anyway. Zero, uh, one out of ten. Okay. Wouldn't recommend. Next, Dragon. I watched another movie called The Adjustment Bureau, starring your boy Matt Damon and Emily Blunt. Again, <laughs> I'm in an Emily Blunt phase. Uh, exciting. She's really good. She's a good fucking actress. Uh, I don't. Uh, what is also in this? What's the plot of this Sorry. of this movie? Have you? never heard of it have you heard i've of heard it? of it Whatever i've heard of it, it but i i'm i'm not i'm not i don't remember what it's about at all so it's a uh, philip k dick uh based on philip k dick 
story. Um, mm-hmm. Basically, it's a politician who um, has a chance encounter with some chick mm-hmm. and then one day meets her again. And then as he's like going to his office, he suddenly sees these people like scanning his friend's face. Like they go, it's almost as if they froze time and they were scanning his his friend's face. And then he's like fucking running away. And then they were like, oh, shit, we're going to have to tell him the truth. Like okay. that's the only way. Like we can't, we can't, we can't reset him. We have to tell. We have to tell him the truth. And they basically are like, look. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna use terms that they didn't use in it, which is like, we're angels. Okay. Um, we can't make you do things, but we can push you into ways, into doing things. Like we nudge you, and it's like sometimes plans have to happen a certain way, and that means that like, I'm gonna make you spill your coffee. So mm-hmm. that you're going to miss the bus, which is going to lead to blah, 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 blah. And then, you know, that way you're on the right path. I can see what you're, you know, like, like that's, that's essentially the, that's the adjustment okay. bureau. They're okay. there to make adjustments to guide humans in the right path. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And it's, enti- it's, you know, it's kind of implied that like their, their boss is God and uh, they're, they're angels and stuff. And uh, Anthony Mackie, it's, it's terrible. Like he's really bad in this movie. Like really bad at acting in this movie. I I was, I was really surprised. I was like, I thought he was a good actor, but this movie was really bad. Interesting. Um, yeah, Matt Damon's fucking. He's really good at everything. Emily Blunt is. I mean, she's really good. Yeah. But uh, it's it's one of these movies that's like exactly what you said. It's like this sounds like a very interesting premise, and then the movie just doesn't know what to do, hmm. and it just gets to a point where they're like, all right, we're gonna have a big standoff, and the standoff is. Anthony Anthony Mackie's like, hey, I just got a promotion, and uh, guess what? Even though the the premise is that something bad will happen if Emily Blunt and Matt Damon get together, okay. they can't be together. It's a, such a catastrophic event that it's the the entire force of the Adjustment Bureau has is sent to stop them. And basically, the 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 big conclusion is, hey, uh, the boss changed the plan, so you two can be together. It's oh. like, oh, Jesus. like, what kind of fucking ending is that? I guess, uh, I guess, spoiler alert for the adjustment bureau. <laughs> it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Like, I, it, I would have, I would have been happier knowing the ending, having watched this because it, it was like building to this good suspenseful moment and everything. And then I was like, that, that's it. That's what happens. That's the ending. What the fuck? Like, did you guys not know what you, what happened? <laughs> so anyway. Okay. I, I really liked it though. But I would say it's like a seven out of ten right up until the last ten minutes. That is not what I thought you were gonna say. I thought you were gonna be like, it's, yeah, so I give it like a four out of ten. And then you no, gave it a seven, it's a out, seven 10. out of what ten. Are you about? If you if you just cut out the last ten minutes and then make up your own ending in your own head, <laughs> you'll be so much happier in life. Okay. Sure. Next, Dragon. Yep. I watched a movie. It's called Man on Fire. Came out in two thousand and four. Starring your boy, Denzel Washington. Dakota mm-hmm. Fanning when she was like that know, 12, 13. Yeah. Yeah. Christopher Walken. Um, you know, Mark Anthony is in it, Mickey Rourke, a bunch of other people. Anyway, um, this is basically, you know, it's a classic story of uh fucking Denzel Washington plays like an ex-soldier who's hired as a bodyguard and then is supposed to protect Dakota Fanning in Mexico because that's where he lives and there's a lot of kidnappings in Mexico. And Basically, she gets kidnapped, uh, and a drug deal goes. You know, not drug deal. She gets kidnapped, and then, then when they're trying to get her back, it goes bad. And Denzel Washington is then like, "Well, I guess she's dead." 
mm. decides to go on a fucking warpath and just kills everyone. Okay. Everyone, Dragon. He kills. Dragon. I want you to understand this. Every single person he kills, they're all okay. dead. Anyway, I, I do understand really what good. killing means, but that's <laughs> that sounds good. It's really good. It's really it's a really good movie. Um, Tony Scott directed it. It's just it's very two thousand and four. If you understand what that means, while I say this, but like the yeah the editing at some parts, I'm just like, oh, this is just bad. It's not good. I don't like how they're doing this. But this, um, this movie, yeah, has I a, really liked it. This movie has a thirty nine percent on Rotten Tomatoes. That's really I bad. Just saw that. Here's the thing. Here's a weird thing. Thirty nine percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Seven point seven on IMDb. That's that 7.7 is a hugely high number. It actually this. is. Yeah. And I'm like 39% on Rotten Tomatoes. Like, what the fuck is wrong with these people? What the fuck? Dragon, what the fuck? People really... Oh, he did Top Gun. That's right. Yeah, people really don't like it. I don't know. Weird. No, critics didn't like it. I bet critics you... I'm, I'm going like to look at the audience score on this. I'm going to look at the audience score on this, and I'm going to fucking scream, scream in your face. 89% audience scores. <laughs> <laughs> okay that's all fair. right so yeah. basically those critics were like this is bad because insert random fucking reason here and the audiences are like i fucking loved it i don't know what the fuck these people are talking about yeah that's fair anyway i really liked it um denzel washington i feel like denzel washington you could put him in any fucking movie and he instantly makes a movie better um like prove me wrong dragon i don't disagree prove with you Prove me wrong i don't disagree yeah, likable any, any movie, likable guy, likable guy, likable yeah. actor. I'm gonna go uh, out on a limb. Dragon, I'm gonna go out on a limb right now. Yeah, go. I'm going out on a limb. Denzel Washington is a good actor. I know, I know. I said it. I said it. Wow, you're really taking a stand. I said, <laughs> right I said Denzel it. Washington. This is what we do. We take on American take Treasure. Denzel Washington. <laughs> oh, you anyway, do. next dragon. Uh, I'll do some Joe Bob's. Um, real quick. Sharknado. Yep. Uh, he did Sharknado. You know, Sharknado. I, I'll be honest. I don't know what the big appeal was with Sharknado. This, you know, I was watching the sci-fi channel at this time. There was like 40 other ones that I'm like, this is better than Sharknado. Yeah. I mean, Tara Reid was yet, in it. So I think that was like one of the big, one of the big things. They, they all have, they all have these B-list or C-list. Yeah. Actually, these are like D-list fucking movie stars. They all have, all of them have this. Like fucking ice spiders. Like dragon, I've seen these all. Mega shark versus uh, giant octopus. That was a fucking great one. We should watch yeah. that one for the podcast. Yeah. Um, but like, I, I don't know why this is the one that hit. I don't know. I don't know why. I don't know why. But um, and to be honest, I think the second Sharknado movie is much better than this one. Because in that really? one, they just go sillier. Yeah. I don't. After I don't that, think... then they, 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 sorry. I don't think I saw the second Sharknado movie. Dragon, there's like seven of these. But I don't anyway. think I did. I, did, I definitely didn't know that. That's, that's too many Sharknado movies. The second, I think the second one is much better. It's like it, it gets, it understands the joke mm-hmm. and it goes into it. And then by the third one, it's like, okay, now you guys are going way too far into the jokes. Yeah. And now, now it's not funny or entertaining anymore. But Sharknado, I thought Shark, I remember Sharknado 2 being much fun, much better, much more fun, all that stuff. But yeah, uh, yeah I don't, I don't know, I don't know why Sharknado was a big thing. Anyway. It just was. I think it just hit at the right time. Also, I really like this. Yeah. I like this Joe Bob episode. He did what he, you know, what he could. Yeah. Ten out of ten. <laughs> Next dragon, I watched a movie called Night, Dark Night of the Scarecrow, uh, for Joe Bob. Um, 
I don't know. It just was there. I, I liked it. I, I really liked this movie. I thought it was fun. I, I mean, I guess it's, just, it's kind of was just like I've seen this movie a million times. Oh, I had not. I like, had I never seen what, it. No, no, not not this movie in particular. But I mean, like I've seen this premise and this like concept oh. a million times. I don't know what made this one big better than the uh, than any other one. I don't know why Joe Bob picked this one in particular. I think it's like a mild cult classic, and I think that he does a lot of those, so that makes sense. If, I mean, if like if you told me, well, this one's not entirely terrible, I'd be like, okay, yeah, <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah. So you know what? Anyway, ten out of ten, Dragon. I again, I liked it. And, uh, I, I thought it was good. I thought I thought it was worth yeah. worth the watch. All right, let me finish this bad boy off. All right, okay. uh, I've been watching a TV series on the Netflix machine. Uh, called Afterlife, which I talked about last week. I saw season one. Basically, Ricky Gervais, I'll resummarize it. Ricky Gervais uh, has a wife who died of breast cancer. And um, now it's like basically the day after, or you could say the month after. And he's trying to like figure out what to do with his life. He's trying to pick up the pieces and like living in the pressure. Uh, yeah. so, so I, and I told you the first season is really good. It's like he, he kind of like finds a reason to live again. And then goes on living yeah and then that was the end of the first season and then i was I, like i don't know what they're gonna do in the second season yeah um second season i the fucking really good dragon i really like it it's like this small again it's not like he lives in a big city it's in this show it's like a small local little town that just he's he goes and talks to the same like five or six people every single day and like just their 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 lives and how everything is going on in them and how how he's like inspired by them. And it's, it's got these little moments that I'm like, I really like this moment. Like yeah. he goes to his wife's grave and he's just like, Oh, I, I think that like I was the, and this is in season two and it, like season two, I feel like deals a little bit more with his uh, survivor's guilt. Mm-hmm. And one thing that he said that I was like, fuck, he's like, that was good. Which is like, he, he's like, I, I never really admitted how much, how, how mentally ill I was because I wanted to kill myself. He's like, I, you know, in his mind, it just made sense. Like, yeah. oh, of course I can kill my, I'm allowed to kill myself because my wife is gone and I have no purpose to live. And he's like, I didn't realize how fucking mentally ill that was. And yeah. he's like, now, and now it's like, and I like, I like the season because now it's like, okay, like you, you went to the darkness and you were pulled back. But just because you're pulled back doesn't mean that everything is clean. There's still problems going on in your life and like your your actions, and you still you're still grieving and all that stuff. Uh, but yeah, I re- I really like the show, Dragon. I really really like the show. It's on Netflix. I I would recommend you watch it, but you're not gonna watch it because you hate you hate watching anything I recommend. That's not true. Sometimes I watch it when Andrew recommends it later. <laughs> and when I say when I say Andrew recommends it, it's usually when Andrew decides that we are watching it, is that when that's when I watch things. Uh-huh. I I mm-hmm. very rarely go to Andrew and go. I want to watch this thing. Dragon, you would watch this. You would like this. Okay. Yeah, Three I'm sure I would. Seasons, six six episodes a season. I'm Great. selling it to you right now. Six episodes a season. Dragon. Yeah. Twenty five minute episodes. Uh, yeah. I, listen, I'm sold, but I don't control the TV in my house. Eighteen episodes. Eighteen episodes. Less than nine hours <laughs> of content. Sold. All right. I told you, I'm sold. Okay. Okay, that's like that's like that's like the fucking you know stupid fucking Monopoly game documentary that you fucking want to watch for some reason. Again, I I did not watch the Monopoly McDonald's documentary. Andrew did, and it seemed boring, so I did not watch it. Telemarketers is what I anyway. want you to watch. <laughs> anyway, next dragon. 
Uh-huh. I, I'm going to watch season three. I'll probably have it done by next week. Okay, Dragon? Yes. All right. Let's finish this bad boy off. Let's get to it. Dragon mm-hmm. at the movies. Dragon, I picked this week, right? Yes. And I picked a little movie called Under the Silver Lake because, you know, Casino was not fucking streaming. But um, <laughs> this was on HBO Max. It came out in 2018. It's two hours, 19 minutes. It's starring your boy, Andrew Garfield, and a long list of women because <laughs> you couldn't say there's another star in this. It's Andrew Garfield and then people he meets along the way. Yeah, that's pretty true. Dragon, do me a favor. Give me one of your world famous Dragon at the Movies synopsis. Okay. Uh, I tr- I don't know how the fuck to sum. Okay, so basically this movie is about uh. This, uh, I, I guess I would call him a wayward young adult. No, not even young. A wayward adult. That's like some dude in his 30s that's basically jobless. And he's about to get evicted from his house. Anyway, he goes on this like quest to find this chick that disappeared. And um, that quest is kind of this weird, surreal thing that brings him through like weird party scenes in LA and stuff. And I don't know how else to describe this movie. <laughs> And and hilarity ensues, I guess, technically something ensues. <laughs> I, I don't know okay. if hilarity is the right word, but uh, weirdness ensues, I guess. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So okay. so you picked this movie, Berto, and I am frankly shocked yes. <laughs> that you picked this because this is a me movie, not a you movie. This is definitely- no, 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 no. OK, this is a, a fucking crazy movie. This is a Berto loves crazy movies that make no sense. Had you seen this before? I've seen this before. I'm I saw so surprised. it once before and I was like, this is fucking wild. It was wild. It was crazy. And I really liked it. And I really like Andrew Garfield. I, I also, Your honestly, favorite Batman. I really Batman, like Andrew Garfield. Your favorite Spider-Man. Spider-Man. I honestly really like Andrew mm-hmm. Garfield. Can I just tell you, though, um, when you sent me the like poster for this movie and was like, do you want to watch this? And I said, sure, you know, I don't kind of fucking, you know, yeah. <laughs> whatever. Um, uh, I did not think that that was Andrew Garfield in the poster. I thought it was Zac Efron. So when this movie, <laughs> when this movie started, and it was not Zac Efron, I was confused, and I was like, when does Zac Efron? Show? <laughs> you were like, why is Facebook here? When is fucking Baywatch coming on? I am so confused. I don't know what's going on. Um, anyway, uh, I uh, yeah, no, uh, Andrew Garfield is great. Highly, highly, really like Andrew Garfield. Um, turns out he's a really good uh, actor. Also, he's great in Tick, Tick, Boom, which I know I talked to you about and was like, you should watch this, but it's a musical and you're not, you know, it's re- he's really good in it. I highly recommend. My chick, my chick watched it. My chick yeah. watched it. I don't need to fucking watch that shit. You know, you know, I'm not going to fucking like it. This is like you being like, we should watch another mood movie. I just I don't anyway um so I might when when we were watching this movie I was like shocked that you had picked this I was so surprised because it's it's like it's got such an it's got such a weird tone to it and I feel like it's it's also a little long and it's like it I don't know some of it was a it dragged a little bit I wasn't sure I didn't love it to be honest and I was surprised that I didn't love it because I was very much Mm -hmm. everything in it is a thing that I should love right it's weird yeah. weird shit happening it's a little surreal there's a lot of weird mood shit in it and i did like a lot of it but overall my impression of the film was me being like i don't think i kind of think maybe this wasn't that good but i can't actually tell like i liked a lot of parts of it but all of it together i was like mm-hmm. i'm not sure i really liked this that much so this is my opinion in this movie 
I think that the director, the writer director, mm -hmm. was trying to make a noir film, mm -hmm. but from a bad guy's perspective, <laughs> not the detective, the bad yeah. guy, a bad yeah. or a bad guy. Let's say, yeah, because yeah. normally it's the detective trying to figure things out. This is like the, the opposite. It's you're starting with the evil person, okay. and then you're trying to make the noir out of it. I can definitely, I definitely see noir. I also just looked up what other movies he's done and it follows, which is great. I, I love it follows. Mm -hmm. If I had maybe known that he did it follows before this, this movie would, this movie's tone would make a little more sense to me, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I agree with you. It's definitely, he, the, 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 the guy definitely has a style. Yeah. He does. He does for sure have a style. Um, yeah. yeah, I, I wish, um, I wish, I, right. I wish I liked it better. Um, I also um, think if I if I had known it was an A twenty four movie beforehand, maybe I would have been like, okay, I'm I'm like more you're prepared for the weirdness. Yeah, I'm I'm more prepared because I didn't and and for, so here's what here's what I thought going in. This was some kind of Zac Efron like <laughs> like I know I know I, I, <laughs> I know I'm just laughing at Zac Efron. Did you yeah. have you look look at the poster again and tell me it doesn't look like Zac Efron because it, it, it doesn't look like <laughs> Zac Efron. Here's the problem, Dragon. I know what Zac Efron looks like. But with the sunglasses and everything, I don't know. It just like uh -huh. has yeah. that no, look no, no. To it. I know what Zac Efron looks like. It doesn't look like Zac Efron. I disagree. I'm like I'm looking at it again. <laughs> I'm I'm literally looking at okay. it right now, and all I can see is Zac Efron. I do not see Andrew Garfield in this <laughs> So I thought it was gonna be Zac Efron is like a bad guy and he kills people. So that's the movie I was expecting, and then the right. movie the movie I got was Andrew Garfield just being a fucking weirdo. <laughs> Well, he's a bad guy. He was, I mean, I. It's interesting. I think he's killing people. You think so? It. it I did like. Well, I did appreciate that it was like kind of unclear. Well, he's he's. I mean, it's pretty obvious that he's the dog killer. I yes. think this is like the the start of it's basically like he's a serial killer, but he's he hasn't like he's not he's not at that point. He's like one step right up. He's right about to kill his first girl, and that's yeah. what I think it was the first girl. I think he was about to kill the first girl. And then, because, well, he was trying to kill her dog. And then he meets her, and he's, like, now infatuated. And he was about to kill his first girl, but then she's gone. And so he's still infatuated. So he goes on this little hunt. Uh-huh. And then then it's hard to uh, understand, like, is he what's real and what's not. Yeah. Like, the girl who dies underwater, did he kill her? Yeah. Did somebody know. kill her? Did it Was any of that Somebody real? killed her. Yeah. Yeah, right? Like, or maybe, I don't know. Maybe she didn't die at all and she wasn't there. <laughs> yeah. Although that's... I, I that's yeah, but one thing I hate about movies is when they leave it so vague that I can't understand it. Mm -hmm. And it's like, oh, it's open to interpretation. It's like just fucking tell me what your interpretation is. You're the one who made the movie. Tell yeah. me what you want want me to know. Yeah. Um, yeah, this was definitely not that movie. This definitely felt like no. a movie that no, it was no, no, like no, no, no. take, only, take from it what you will. Yeah, that's one thing that frustrated me the most about the movie. Um, and I, yeah, I I like the movie. I think I I enjoyed it more than you did. Mm -hmm. But um, and th this yeah, is not this is I'm not to like, say man. it's not to say that I disliked it because I would not say that I disliked it. It was just like not what I was expecting and a little a little more vague than mm -hmm. I would have liked. I think apparently you were just expecting fucking Zac Efron in Neighbors. Did you think we were watching Neighbors? Is that what I was thinking? Like maybe it is. I actually, I, I don't. It, wait, is neighbors the one where he's like in a, he's like he's like in a in a um frat like in the next door to somebody. Yeah. yeah. Um. No, I've yes. seen that movie. <laughs> I liked it. 
<laughs> but um, that is you're not... like, oh, we're watching Neighbors. How nice. Because no, the, po- the poster is more ominous than that. So, uh, no, I thought it was like Zach Efron being like a bad guy. And I, you I thought, thought it was, was Neighbors 2. Yeah, I don't remember. I don't know. I don't remember what Neighbors 2 is. I just thought it was something else. Um, This movie got nominated for a lot of shit. Yeah, because it's good. It is a good movie, but it's also I don't know. It's weird... also like what stuff? What shit did it get nominated for? Cans? Cans. Like, that's a, yeah. What, that's a palm the 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 or is that even real? I, the best Isn't actor. The award one... for... Can I get the best actor award though? Is it... he Andrew Garfield hit it out of the park? He did such a good job. Okay, but here's the thing: this is the French film festival, right? Yeah. This is the one where they pretend that people stand up for like thirty-seven minutes clapping. Yes. Like, get the fuck out of here! You know the French. <laughs> you know that. You know it's all fucking horseshit once it happens. That is, you're not wrong. This movie bombed. Go, a... The box yeah. office for this was only two million dollars, and it was an eight million dollar budget. Yeah, but uh, yeah, yeah, it uh, yeah, it did not do well. I mean, it's a hard fucking subject matter to get across. But this is what a twenty four is actually like. This is what they do best. It's it is. like let's take these fucking small weird fucking stories and just try to go with it and see what happens. I mean, and listen. this was one that they're like, well, you know, it's okay. That it only made $2 million because we only spent $8 million. It's not a big loss for us. It's not fucking The Flash, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Or Blue Beetle. No, I mean, that, that, look, A24 swings at stuff. And that, that's it's my favorite I mean, thing they, about them. Look, they, they fucking try to get every single... They try to bunt for a base hit every single time. It's every now and then, they fucking hit. They do it. Yeah. Or they hit so, like a full home run, like a full on no, home. No, run. no, no. Or at no, least a home run for me, not a home run for them. <laughs> <laughs> Hereditary is an A twenty four movie. Yes. Anyway, home run. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, all right, Dragon. Let's let's fucking talk about this. Bad, this okay. Bad let me boy, okay? let me pull let me pull my notes up. <laughs> you bring up your notes, Dragon, please. Um, number one. Yes. Oh, let me just start talking about this. Is that I don't I think you didn't like this movie, and I'll tell you why you didn't like this movie. Every single woman in this is depicted in just poorly, and you are a Barbie girl, right? Well, you okay. live in a Barbie world. <laughs> but here's here's what I felt about Let's that. Go Barbie. This is Let's this go is... Barbie. <laughs> uh, Let's uh, go Barbie. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Um, yeah. You want me to keep singing the song? I would prefer if you didn't. Um, no, I I figured that, but we're seeing all these women from Andrew Garfield's perspective, which is why yes. they're kind of these weird, like non non not real kind of human beings or or they're they're this is who they are and this is just who's like (laughs) this is who he surrounds himself with my first note is andrew garfield (laughs) (laughs) and my second note is dead squirrel which i liked Mm -hmm. um and then my third note is boobs (laughs) yeah lots of boobs in this movie lots of boobs there there are lots of boobs and i appreciated that i did like that and and boobs have different kinds and I like it's that. It's about too. a guy who just, I mean, he has a chick who comes over yeah. and he bangs. And like, as he's banging, barely even is acknowledging what's happening. Both of them. Yeah. Yeah. Very vapid. Hilarious. Well, I, I assumed that this was supposed to be like a, also a take on like LA culture and the vapidity kind of um, of that. Are you asking me? Yes, I'm asking you. I mean, I guess. This was, a, I, I, I like that, that chick that he was banging. Uh, his, I don't know, friends with benefits or whatever the fuck she is. She's yeah. from Gar- Garfunkel and Oates. Yeah. Um, I don't know what that is. Ricky Lindholm. I, I really like her. Garfunkel and Oates is like a, she's like the, a duo. It's like a musical duo, comedy musical duo. 
Um, do they are they on TV or something? Is this like the fucking? They had a show, Broad but a City lo- they had a show a long time ago. Yeah. That you told me you love, but then I'm like, yeah, but you know, I saw a fucking the 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 baseball show that that Broad made, and you know, it's shit. You know, okay, that show is bad. Broad Broad City is really good. I I, I really like Broad City. I can't picture. I cannot picture anyone from fucking uh, League of Their Own having anything that's good. Have you seen there's that show? There's a reason. Fucking awful. There's a reason that's she got the show. There's a reason she was like given that leeway. Jesus Christ. Anyway. Anyway. I like R- Ricky Lindholm. I think she's good. Um, yeah. this, can I just also, say also this? Go, go ahead. ahead. I was just gonna say Topher gonna... Grace is in this, and I don't. I did not I mean, recognize him until Andrew's like, "Oh, that's Topher Grace," and I was like, "Oh, yeah." <laughs> he had a scene. Yeah. Um, I mean, I really liked a couple of things from this. Number one, when he beats the shit out of those two kids, I was so fucking happy. I was Hard so agree. so happy. Hard agree. So happy, even though that's supposed to establish him as like, hey, guys, you know how he's a fucking problem. It's supposed to give you the hint that like, yeah, he's a dog killer. Also, he's going to fucking murder a woman. Also, every time like someone brings up the dog killer, he kind of like, you know, oh, I don't know what's going on. And then he even as I think someone even mentions it like, oh, if you're willing to kill a dog, then it's not so hard to then kill a human. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, it's kind of giving you the hint that like yeah. he's actually going to. I don't know if he is a serial killer and all this is in his head and it's just that he basically killed a girl and then told himself like, well, no, she's going off in a bunker. <laughs> I kind or, of I, I kind of thought I, that I, was I kind of thought that was the case. Like I was like by the end, I was like, I think maybe he did this and he's been like hallucinating all this shit the whole rest of the yeah, time. And he actually killed the girl, basically. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I don't I don't think so. Just because then like the police come by and the whole place is empty. It's just too many things work together. I just think he's like serious. He's a wannabe serial killer. Or mm-hmm. he's going to be a serial killer. And he just, the first time he's about to kill a girl, just he suddenly enters this weird fucking world. Yeah. And the only person who really, like, knows who he is is the fucking, the, the homeless king. <laughs> Another thing that I was like, what the fuck? There's a homeless king? It's just a weird thing to have in a movie. And I really liked it. So the, the other thing that I thought was interesting about this is, like, part of me was like, I don't think any of this is real. And he's just kind of making it up in his head. Mm-hmm. right and like maybe some of the people he's meeting along the way or some of the circumstances are real but i think generally the way things out the way things like kind of uh occur is not mm-hmm. quite real you know i thought I, th- I think it's like one of those things where i was like yeah maybe he went to this party and he ran into a guy he knows but if you ask that guy he knows what happened at that party it would be a very different take compared to like right. what andrew garfield said you know and i think that's I, like I, the I, whole thing i do kind of i i mean i guess you could say that because he meets the comic the guy who makes the comic right Mm -hmm. and immediately the guy just starts telling him every single fucking conspiracy theory imaginable and by the way i love it because you know me dragon i love a conspiracy theory right so when he starts talking these conspiracy theories i'm like i am fucking in yes i love conspiracy theories so once he starts talking about the owl woman who finds up killing him by the way which i think andrew garfield actually killed him you think so you don't think it was the owl lady that, uh, no, that then I, breaks I, into Andrew Garfield's house, and then and then just disappears. Yeah, she never never seen from again. It's like a fucking I think it's called the chicken a bucket. <laughs> just like a, a a character who appears, uh-huh. and then it's just like I, whatever happens to that character, I don't fucking know. <laughs> to <laughs> be fair, didn't tell us. she is magical, so not to be that fair. Weird. It's probably it's a figment of his imagination. A thousand percent, it's a figment of his imagination. <laughs> I think so most of this is a figment of his imagination. I think when he sees the fucking woman, the owl woman come in, that's actually him coming in to kill him. 
That's my guess. Mm. Or maybe the guy killed himself and he's just fucking hallucinating the, the owl woman. Could be. The dragon, there's so many questions we don't know. And the fucking maker of the movie refuses to say what it is. So <laughs> fucking thanks a lot. There were a lot of instances where women bark at uh, Andrew Garfield. And, my uh, favorite part of the movie. <laughs> Do you know why, Dragon? It happened more than once. Why? <laughs> because, uh, you know, whenever women start talking to me, that's how I picture it. Oh, my God. But I, I think I think that is I think that does work towards your theory that he he's the dog killer. And um, is I don't like think it's a theory. I think the movie way up. I think the movie is pretty implicit that he is the dog killer. I don't think it's explicit that he's the dog killer, but I think it heavily, heavily implies that he's the dog killer. I, I mean, yeah, I guess, but like, I, I, I mean, I mean, it's pretty much. I mean, why else have that entire storyline of that of a dog killer? And then the homeless, the the homeless king, like knows in a million uh, when he meets him because he's like, "Why do you have dog biscuits in your fucking pocket?" Yeah, and then he makes up some fucking lie about how he's like, "Oh, you know, my ex used to have dogs," and. Blah blah blah, and you can see the homeless king just being like, "I know you're fucking lying. Yeah. I know you're lying." I think the homeless guy. But I'm gonna guy, tie you now. I think the homeless guy is the, is the only it. real person in the whole. <laughs> <laughs> the homeless king. Yeah, I think the homeless king is like the only like straight like actor in the whole movie, <laughs> and like he's he's like the realest part, and everything else is fake. <laughs> I think I think that the uh, no, I think he actually goes out and meets these people, but I don't think it's actually. I I think it's what you're saying, which is like he has a conversation with people, and then if you were to ask them like what the conversation was about, it's like that's not what I said. <laughs> what are you talking about? Hundred percent, a thousand percent. Like the yes. uh, the the songwriter, mm-hmm. like that guy. I bet you, songwriter he comes in and sees a guy's playing on his piano and has an entire conversation in his head. About yeah. how, like, the songwriter, he makes all the music for all of, you know, for everyone. He's made the entire fucking from, I think he's basically from, like, the 1950s until present day. Every single hit song he he's made. Yeah. And then Andrew Garfield is like, okay. And then he fucking, like, basically the guy tries to shoot him and Andrew Garfield beats him up with a guitar. Kills him. He well, caves kills his him. face in kills with a yeah. uh, very midsummer. That face cave in. Mm-hmm. I one of the things I really did like about this movie is occasionally there's an act of like very extreme violence that was like feels a little too real in the like mm-hmm. dreamy kind of sequence of this movie. And not That's not not the lady like, not the lady getting shot. It's whenever Andrew Garfield is violent. It's like very real violence. You know, it's like he's punching somebody in the face, or a, a small child. He punches like a small child in the face, or he like a, caves in that guy. Like it. It's and very, the movie feels different in those moments, right? It does because it does, I yeah. think it's I think the dreamlike quality of these conversations are because it's actually like this isn't what they're actually fucking talking about. This is shit that's happening in his own head. He's having these conversations in his head. Yeah. Which is why sometimes it becomes barking. And I think the barking is supposed to imply like, oh, he's he's getting that urge to kill. Yeah. Um, th- again, this is all theory because the fucking director doesn't want to talk about what the fucking movie's about. But that's um, fine. Be- that's, then but we like, get to because the theory. <laughs> like, yeah. If he, wanted, if he anything, wanted us to interpret it in a certain way, he should have told us. Any conspiracy theory I come up with is what it is mm. because he refuses to tell us otherwise. Um yeah, so like he like that that scene is perfect because as he's talking to the guy about like how the, the guy for some reason is telling him all these things, which is like, why are you telling him that you wrote all those hits of his yeah. lifetime and other people's lifetimes? It's like it doesn't make sense. 
but it's also like it's a dreamlike like conversation. It's very like it's perfect that you said that. It's very dreamlike, and then suddenly you get this visceral scene mm-hmm. of violence, and it's because like oh, it, the conversation was just made up in his head. The violence was what actually happened. That 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 is how I like, interpreted he, it as well. He's he's he meets like the, the comic writer, and there's this whole conspiracy thing that's also very dreamlike. That's like this guy's just spilling his all his conspiracy dreams. He yeah. tells him about the fucking map and all that stuff. And then out of nowhere, he's just like gets murdered. And you see the bed, the bed with blood everywhere. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, he killed him. But now like he's kind of like inventing the, the reality of what actually happened. Yeah. He's ven- he's inventing the, 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 the shit of what actually happened in his own head. Yeah. Because uh, I guess he can't deal with it. I don't know. I don't, he's very fucking he's very odd. I don't know that he would have killed that guy. I feel like if it, I feel like if he did kill him, we like maybe would have seen it, you know. Mm, but maybe, maybe not. Yeah. Yeah. Did you like the pirate? <laughs> Never answered it either. Like, what the fuck was the point of the pirate? I have no idea. Wait, I I actually could not tell. Was the pirate the guy at the end, the cult guy at the end? No. Who like no. explains everything the, to him? That was a different guy because no. I thought that was the I, pirate. I thought the pirate was, and again, I don't fucking remember. I thought the pirate was the guy who uh, had the two chicks, the pimp. Oh, you think? But I might be wrong on that. Yeah, I might be wrong. I'm not. I don't have good uh, eyesight. Yeah, I just, I it's interesting. Okay, I'm like looking at the cast list to see if one of them says pirate. (laughs) I I just looked at it and I didn't see one interesting okay but uh yeah that's what i thought but you know i might be fucking wrong yeah i mean um maybe you're but right. yeah he, it's it's so interesting and again just a reminder he's doing all these things and as he's doing these things he keeps coming to this conspiracy that for some reason whatever comes up in his head it turns out that that's the correct conspiracy yeah like when he finds the map yeah <laughs> I was like, what the fuck are they, what is he doing? He's like <laughs> literally creating shit in his head. He has 100%. a ring that says like, oh, H3, H4 to like 3-1. And he's like, what's MP1? What's MP, like, uh, yeah, sorry. What's NMP, no, NPW, sorry, NPM, <laughs> NPM. And he's trying to figure out what NPM is. And then he figures out it's like, oh, it's Nintendo Power issue number one. Doesn't and even why make does sense. he figure that out? No, it doesn't make sense. But why does he figure that out? Because he just, for some reason, in his apartment, he has fucking a pile of Nintendo Power. It's shit. very, it's very much a um, like a. This is actually exactly how I assume paranoid people like kind of live their life. I, you know, I feel like, attacked right like now. seeing like seeing signs and like codes and shit everywhere, and then putting shit together. He then pulls out the fucking map. He again grabs yeah. the cereal box, pulls out the map, and it's like turns out it's all this. And it's all just to be like, hey, go to this spot right here. And yep. then when he goes there, that's when he finds the hut. Yep. And it's like, there's no fucking way there's any of this is real. But it's no, just but like, like, yeah, he's he's basically just living this paranoid, like, reality. That well, he's, as I feel like he's just making shit up as he goes along to just, to just go from point one to point B. And this is all just to avoid doing anything in his life. Because he yeah. was an ex, I think he was a, a, an actor who's just like, to stop getting gigs. Yeah. That was what was implied. Yeah. So he's just like, he doesn't do anything. He's he's literally days away from getting evicted. 
And then he just tells the fucking cop, like, look, I'm, I'm, oh, I almost got the money. I almost got the money. Just, just give me one more day. And the cop gives him one more day. And he, instead of being like, okay, let me solve this problem, he's just like, okay, let me go back to fucking doing whatever the fuck I was doing. Mm-hmm. And it's this weird moment where, like, he sees his house get, like, they go into his house and they're starting, like, uh, what's it called? Um, evicting him. But, like, yeah. they're going to start throwing the shit out. And he doesn't have, like, any fucking reaction to it. Yeah. He's so weird because he's, just, he's a fucking serial killer. Yeah, he just strikes me as a guy that like like he's he's officially snapped. You know, like it's not like he's 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 been like kind of slowly snapping probably for a while, and now he's mm-hmm. just like it's gone. Like reality is gone. Like it's gone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Basically, the end of the movie is it's just all gone, and he's just. I assume he's just gonna go on a fucking uh, killing spree. Yeah. Yeah, fucking great! I, I fucking love that. I don't know why. I don't know. Honestly, I don't know why. honestly, I just, as we're really talking, like the more we're talking about the movie, the more I liked it. Like, uh, like, like us talking about of it. Mandy. Yeah, this is the opposite of Mandy. Uh, I, I mean, it's. I don't know if it's the opposite of Mandy, but it's not a. Uh... Yeah, the more we talked about it, the more the angrier I got at the movie. <laughs> and I, I really just like that he keeps going into going from just one spot to another mm. and just keeps getting deeper into this thing like why the fuck is he anywhere and no one even goes like why who are you why are you here instead they just all just like and bring him in like the balloon chick who just sees him and then suddenly like oh i'm looking for this girl and she's like okay follow me and then just takes him to a bar yeah and then they're gonna get the well she wants to get the but you know they don't they don't no he he instead to accidentally takes a bunch of drugs yeah and then has a good time yeah, I, I don't know about good time. He has a time. <laughs> <laughs> he has a time. <laughs> and again, he's just this this entire movie is him just looking for hidden messages everywhere yeah. and then somehow finds them. And somehow it's correct. Yeah. Again, the map thing is the craziest thing to where I'm like, there's no way that makes sense. And yet somehow it made sense according to the movie. Yeah. But uh yeah, fucking great. <laughs> um what else did he tell like uh someone told him like at one point like oh you follow coyote so he follows a coyote to the party yeah and that's where he meets the rich guy's daughter i really i really liked uh i i honestly was like the king coming in clutch here giving him just good advice about following a coyote just generally yeah (laughs) it feels very much like a thing that he would like i mean he's already going insane and he has no like direction right so he's just kind of doing things as they come yeah what it feels it literally like it feels like his psychosis is just coming up yeah. every time he reaches a point where he's like well i, I i'm at a dead end and yeah. i can't go to it's it's like they say when you're writing um screenplays it should be this and then that because yeah. of this that happens because of this that happens it should never be uh, that happened because it, 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 I forget the exact terminology, but it's like it should never be like it's oh, it's convenience. Right. This movie is nothing but conveniences because <laughs> he literally just like he starts one day and he's like, oh, uh, let me go talk to this chick. Goes yeah. talk to the chick and then she goes disappearing and he's like, OK, I guess I'll go find her. And then he just goes to a random place and then starts asking like, hey, have you seen this girl? Yeah. And like someone has seen her. And then he's like, okay, cool. I'll go to the next spot. And and then once he gets to a dead end, he sees a coyote and then follows a coyote. Once he gets to the next dead, dead end, he finds the next thing. He gets to the dead end where like the girl's killed. And then he's yeah. like, oh, that's where he gets the map. 
It's like none of this makes fucking sense. No. Nope. But yet the movie is the movie is supposed to be like that. It's supposed to be like nothing makes fucking sense because he is a fucking psychopath. He is just seeing connections where there are none and then creating them in his head. This is what the movie is about, Dragon. Um basically I believe, I believe you, I guess. Basically, conspiracy theories are real. The earth <laughs> is flat. Thank you. That is, I like that that's what you learned from this movie. It's like, uh, yeah. So all those dots that I connected in my head, they just 100% work out. And that's it. Dragon, look at the world that we are currently living in. JFK was killed by a CIA. CIA I'm going to use air quotes. Maybe? I mean, they admitted he was a CIA agent. And they were like, were you involved in this? And the CIA was like, what? don't be crazy we would never have somebody working for the CIA do something so horrible (laughs) like like that is the world we are currently living in nothing but conspiracy theories yeah and yet somehow yeah i'm the crazy one for pointing this out i forgot that that andrew garfield also played jim baker in the eyes of tammy faye i really liked the eyes of tammy faye can we just yeah it was really good um, I think I I honestly think you're right about this. I think it's just like a he's just having like a f- fucking psychotic break, and all of this shit is happening in his head for the most part. Um, As he's and, getting just evicted, and he's just wandering around from point to point, and then having pretend conversations with people, and then every now and then we'll kill someone. Yeah, a thousand percent. And then somehow at the end, he finds a homeless man and finds a conspiracy. He finds a grand conspiracy, which according to whatever's in his head is that. People go to, to like rich men go into tombs with their yeah. wives, and that's where they live. He finds a girl; she's already buried deep in like wherever it is. Yeah, it's he has a conversation her with her on a on an old timey phone, but somehow it's also FaceTime. <laughs> yeah, doesn't make sense. Nope. And and there, there's a guy who's had his three wives. And it's again, again. I think the reason you didn't like this movie is because you don't like movies where women are treated like idiots. You only like positive female images in in, in movies, right, Dragon? A Barbie. We, You're we a Barbie literally girl. just watched a worse person in the world. <laughs> That's not exactly a positive image of a woman. <laughs> You're a Barbie girl. Barbie girl. Okay. I still haven't seen Barbie, but don't worry, I will. I can't. I just can't wait till you see Barbie and you're like, <laughs> it's great. Like, I love it. I really liked it. And I, uh... <laughs> I'm I still mean, gonna no shit on knows. it because now I have to, but. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah i i don't know i i remember watching this movie and i was like i guess this is my kind of a mood movie where it's like nothing makes sense but i like that it doesn't make sense i can see that yeah i i think you're right i think it's like i think one one of the issues is like sometimes i have i have a little bit of a problem with um uh a movie that doesn't like necessarily explicitly say what's happening you know i have yeah. a little ambiguity sometimes doesn't sit super well with me and the whole mm-hmm. movie is ambiguity like it's ambiguous like what's real and what's not real and, and all yeah that kind of the entire movie yeah 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 all right dragon do you have anything else um i think that's it i i will say now I mean, discussing it with you I, yeah we don't need to go people i think um Let's i uh <laughs> i i think discussing it with you though i do like it better now that i've talked to you about it than i did initially after watching it because I'm a genius. Mm, let's not You're go welcome. that far. You're welcome. All right, Dragon. Uh, yeah. Final thoughts. Um, 
yeah I, I i mean i think that's it really i i like i would give it a smash i think it's totally worth watching i think andrew garfield does such a fucking good job in this movie um it's very impressive he's such a he's a really great actor and i forget that sometimes and then i watch something with him in it and i'm like oh he's really good at this were you gonna say something it looked like you were gonna i was gonna me. say i i think I, I think everyone did really good performances in this yeah fucking, i agree like even the women who had like a, only a few scenes even the the broads that had like a couple of scenes yeah i was like man they're the, like the, like the, the the main girl sarah like she fucking yeah. like main girl air quotes she she did pretty really good the fucking balloon girl like they're all like playing yeah. these aloof crazy characters that all yeah. kind of don't make sense but then do it, well, that's true sense, but. that's true um they i mean they're they are all nailing the type of character that they are supposed to be playing um yeah. so yeah i would say i would give it a special i still think it's worth watching but you know it didn't quite sit with me that well at, at first watch. I just um, want to point out that you yes. changed your opinion because of me, because I'm a genius. I changed my opinion after discussing the movie. Um, you because just happened to be with the one a I genius it with. with Discuss the, the again, movie with a super genius. You happened to be the one I discussed with. Okay, Berta, what about you? Ratings, um, final thoughts? Final thoughts. Uh, yeah, yeah, I, just, I don't know what it is. I I like the fact that this movie doesn't make any fucking sense. It lives in this. It starts in a weird world and just lives there the entire time. And then at the end, I'm like, I don't know what the fuck even happened. I don't even know if this is a conclusion to a story. Yeah. Except that fact that, like, he's finally entered his full psychosis. But I, I still don't know if, like, this is his final psychosis. I don't know if, like, I don't know what the point of going from point A to point B in the movie was. Yeah. But I really liked it. I don't know. I, I, I wish I could explain to you. And then I'm like, well, what is the? You could go down the line and be like, what is the point of every scene? And I'm sure you would wind up with scenes being like, there's nothing to the scene. There's no point in this. You yeah. could have just skipped. You could have cut out an hour of this movie and had the same effect. And I would have been like, but why? Yeah. You don't get to see the craziness that was created in this. Like, remember the scene with the fucking um, with the drone? Yeah. What was the point of that? I to like I feel like maybe the point of that was to show how indifferent he is to like this like extreme um uh invasion of privacy maybe yeah I th I think it was just I mean I guess I think most of it is just like just just to explain the character a little more yeah and mostly to just be like hey this just in case you didn't get it he's a fucking serial killer yeah he's a psycho and his friends are mm -hmm. enabling him in a crazy way but the, it's yeah, also I mean, I'm gonna use this air quote friends we don't even know which conversations are real. That's he could true. be sitting there by himself doing this himself, 100%. pretending that someone else is doing it. So, a hundred percent. Um, okay. Oh, wait, did um, you give it a, oh, a number rating? I give it a seven out of ten. Okay, yeah, I think um, that's fair. And uh, yeah, I, I, I really like it because this is a movie that when I watched it, I never had heard of it. I only watched it because it was starring fucking Spider Man and mm -hmm. or Facebook. I don't know which one you want to call him, Dragon. I, I, I say, think of him as Facebook. I, I would say I think of him as Spider-Man and then Tick, Tick, Boom, to be honest, in my head. So. I think of him as Hacksaw Ridge. <laughs> I, we should just I, do nothing but Andrew Garfield movies for this honestly, fucking podcast, Dragon. I wouldn't hate it. I've never seen I will make Ridge. you. I will make you watch Hacksaw Ridge. Anyway, Dragon. Does he, does he use his British accent in Hacksaw Ridge? No, he's like Southern in that one. Oh. But it's directed by uh, your boy uh, Mel Gibson. Oh, interesting. Yeah, it's a, it's really good, really fun. I'm, I'm I'm joking. It's really good. Okay, I actually think you would really like it. I don't know, but you know, I don't know yeah. if it's good for the podcast. Yeah, anyway, Dragon. Yeah, I picked this week. What movie are we going to be doing next week? Okay, so next week we are picking a movie that I have never seen. 
Um, uh, but uh, I have been told that that is silly. <laughs> I should see it. So we are going to watch 2014's Grand Budapest Hotel. So, Berto, are you mm-hmm. mildly aware of this movie? <laughs> I have seen. I saw this movie in the theaters. Um, I did not. So this is, of course, a Wes Anderson movie um, starring uh Wes Anderson people. So it's like uh Ray Fiennes, Bill Murray, uh Tilda Swin, Jason Schwartzman, Edward oh, yeah. Green, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Ooh, Owen Wilson. Yeah, yeah. Fun. Um, yeah, so this is a just, just one of those Wes Anderson movies that I I just missed. I just didn't see it. Why are you laughing? Just, you're like, oh, Owen Wilson is in this. He's literally in all of Wes Anderson's movies. He wrote him and Wes Anderson wrote a lot of the early scripts that Wes Anderson really? made movies. Yeah. I, I didn't know that. I'm going to um, say that. And then I'm going to double check this because now I'm like, wait, is that true? I just don't, you would know more than me. I don't fucking look at that kind of stuff. Um, mm-hmm. So anyway, this is uh, streaming on Hulu and it comes in at one hour and 40 minutes, which was my selling point, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so. Yeah, sorry, go ahead. Yeah, no, that's it. That's it. What is your so? What is your. No, I was going to say, um, in my opinion. You, so you like Wes Anderson, right? Yeah. And you like his his aesthetic, the way he, that he makes these movies, the way that like they feel, basically. Yeah. Um, in my opinion, this is the most Wes Anderson of Wes Anderson movies. <laughs> this is the hardcore. Like, if you were gonna be like, oh, even if this is your favorite Wes Anderson movie, um, if you were like, hey. I, I want to introduce you to Wes Anderson. You would not start with this movie because it's too Wes Anderson. You have to start with something else and then build it up to this movie. I, so my my only concern with this movie is that um, the last couple Wes Anderson movies, I've been like, this is getting a little old for me. Like the whole Wes mm-hmm. Anderson, like aesthetic and storytelling and everything. Not that I don't like it. It's just I've seen it a lot at this point from him. And so yeah. it's like getting okay. a little old. So I'm wondering if that is how this movie is going to feel. It's going to be me being like too much. <laughs> it's too much. <laughs> but we'll see. Anyway. Anyway, Dragon, uh, I just double checked. Owen Wilson uh, was a co-writer on Bottle Rocket, Rushmore, and The Royal Bombs. No shit. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. You're welcome. Thank you. All right, Dragon, why don't you go okay. ahead and send us off? Oh, okay, bye. Okay, bye.